welcome everybody to yet another episode of the cross purpose podcast this is your host michael teddy and joining me today again is my co-host benjamin matthews hey this is this is going to be a strange episode benji with a bunch of men talking about cooking yeah yeah so here at tcp we believe that theology matters which is again just a fancy way of saying that the bible matters and if it matters to you as well join us every week as we explore the word of god with a desire to know god and his purposes in our lives if you want to write in your questions suggestions and whatever else our email is thexpurpose@gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you so with that let's begin our episode benji we are a bunch of men who are about to talk about cooking what are yes. we doing uh, i don't know really um why don't you go and bring your wife <laughs> yes so i hear benji that you like to cook ha huh. it has been rumored to be so yeah <laughs> i actually when did it start how uh, did it begin yeah so uh, corona happened if you may have remembered um <laughs> uh, i guess around the time that we were all under lockdown um yeah. it became apparent to me that if i wanted to eat anything that <laughs> had like. some taste to it <laughs> i would have to cook it myself uh yeah. so necessity is the mother of invention i uh, got into the kitchen um i started helping around and figured out that you know what i don't mind this <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a fun thing to do yeah yeah, yeah. and I, i used to do this for a long time uh, so i'm glad it's catching on Um, mm-hmm. so i started cooking along the same lines um uh, my mom is not especially very fond of cooking uh, but she cooks and so there was this time when i just you know kept asking her to cook this and that and she was like you know you just go ahead and cook it and i was like oh yeah, i can do that i should <laughs> i should try to i never thought of that yeah. and the invention of youtube has been like uh you know indispensable <laughs> Uh, people yeah. would go hungry without youtube yeah um, but amazing so we are men who cook which is unusual in many mm. circumstances and mm. we belong to a culture benji where i think uh, it is commonly told and taught by tradition that women need to learn the kitchen and women need to be in the kitchen and men need to go out and work and that's that's the tradition of our culture that's what we're taught that's how things are supposed to be and now we have a generation of people who are fighting against that tradition mm. saying why should boys have all the fun yep yeah and so women want to get in and do more things out there as well so let's talk about what we think about that uh, let's talk about how we are going to how we ought to tackle that what does the bible say about that so i'm going to throw this at you benji and while you talk i'm going to think about what i need to say all right that's not going to work you know <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting that you said why should boys have all the fun i was always thinking okay once i got started doing this and figured out you know i can make what i want <laughs> and eat it i was like yeah why should girls have all the fun, all the fun. <laughs> yeah. but yeah so i don't know where do we start um I think probably we can start with the whole um now we can probably inform our audience of this new culture of what is commonly called egalitarianism mm-hmm. which is essentially this that 
women are completely equal to men um, and so women get to do everything that a man does and uh, women should have the freedom to do so and it's completely okay and appropriate for women to do so that's what egalitarian teaches a lot in the christian a lot of people in the christian com uh, community are shifting to egalitarianism the effect of that is uh, uh, why can't women be pastors and leaders and teachers in the church uh, serve as elders and you know and it goes on from there mm. so what yeah, do you think so sidestepping all those touchy topics <laughs> uh, yeah so i guess the whole thing is sort of turned on its own on its on its head um it isn't any more about you know what people are capable of doing right right it's it's at the end of the day people are uh, everyone is going to be capable of doing something that someone else is able to do it's a it's never going to be a, men are only capable of this and women are only capable of this i guess um, a lot of the Uh, you know our culture has always been saying that you know you're only good in the kitchen you're only good in the uh, workplace um, and it's come from that it's come from the role system that we used to have which is you know there is a there is a a role that each of us takes in our relationships in our lives uh, and, we, and it happens everywhere not just at home yeah um, Uh, even within teams uh, at your workplace even within a church uh, within many different contexts there's always roles that people pick up and people are gifted at um and the additional input here i guess is that uh, there's sort of a calling from god right there's a god given role uh, which is what we believe in um so i think that's sort of the difference here so uh, when it comes to the whole equality thing it's just it's just fa scientific fact that we are not equal right um so the the whole um, you know pulling women out of the uh, kitchen agenda has always been because you know what i don't want to cook anymore right it's always been that sort of a at least that's what i've seen i hope nobody murders me in my sleep because i'm saying this yeah. but uh, uh that is the the thought process but um and i think we were discussing this earlier also it's about changing that you know where we start from nice. uh, maybe you can go you can go into that uh, yeah what speaking so you know when i when i think about it i think the you know i i think the bible stands above tradition and culture Mm. and and it's important for us to converse and have genuine conversation over these things um because and and the reason to do that is because um like you said tradition would employ something that looks biblical but necessarily does not carry the same biblical intention yeah. or the same biblical words or is not looking for the same outcome mm. um so we don't believe and the bible never even suggests that mm. women are only good in the kitchen yeah right uh, you have wise women in the bible women who have saved kingdoms mm. uh, you know so we, we have women of courage we have women who who've done mighty things for the glory of god um uh, but the point is to fight against tradition is not then uh, to to fight like the world fights for things 
you know and and you're absolutely right when we talk about equality we need to be careful of that word so if we just take the word equal is a man equal to a woman or a woman equal to a man of course they're not biologically they're not uh, you know, man does not equal woman they are different that's why mm. one is man and one is woman yeah and uh, uh, no, even I, that is changing so yeah <laughs> now the world wants to redefine that as well uh, that's got to be a podcast on its own but mm-hmm. when when we look at man and woman in the different way in which god created them is enough to suggest to us there is a different function yep so a woman bears a child a man does not bear a child mm. now, even if you do 100 sex operations on him he's not going to bear a child like a woman bears a child mm. you know you want to bring all those needles and start doing artificial stuff and try to recreate something well that's not the natural order in which god created it that's mm. the reorder that humanity wants to do and nothing good has ever come out of human reordering of things yeah right so when when we think about egalitarianism which is the belief that the world propagates today that women and men are equal they're trying to say they're equal in every sense of the way uh in their uh you know of course they don't say that men and women are equal in the sense that they are biologically equal but mm. essentially that even though they are created differently they can do everything that the other does which the bible does not support because the bible seems to suggest constantly that there is a purpose for a woman and a purpose for a man and in their function they are different mm. and so here comes a new word for those of you who love words the biblical word for this and it's not the word is not there in the bible but it's a word coined by theologians to help us understand is complementarianism mm. it's not egalitarianism it's complementarianism which says that both the man and the woman male and female they have the same dignity they are mm-hmm. equal in value and worth but they are different functionally that the roles they play are meant to complement one another mm-hmm. they are complementary in nature and that's what the bible teaches us so we we see in a world an attempt to reverse these things right where we 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 see a world which wants to propagate the woman going out into the battlefield and war and uh, being adventurous and the man being the helpless needy person right we may not use those categories when we watch those movies but that's how they you you would want to ideally shift that but mm. that's not the way god created it to be mm. right so god created the man to go out there and to do these things and he gave him a body to do it mm. and so the the bones of a man are stronger to do these mm. things mm. now of course you know people come after that by saying okay i know women stronger than me you know well praise god for strong women but that's not the point yeah the point is the order in which god created and now if you want to call me a traditionalist like i told you i couldn't care less about tradition if it were not biblical mm. we as christians are bound to what the bible teaches is the way of life and what the bible clearly prescribes is something we must observe so one of these verses and uh, i'm sure people are going to many people are not going to like this verse but i just want to go right into it is first timothy chapter 
uh, where Timothy talk, uh, where Paul talks uh, uh, to men and women in 1 Timothy 2, 8 to 14, he says, I desire that then that in every place the man should pray lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. Okay, so it's not like men don't have rules. You know, men have to do it properly. Verse 9, likewise also that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel mm. with modesty and self-control, not with mm. braided hair or, and gold or pearls or costly attire, but mm. with what is proper for women who profess godliness, and that is good works. Right, so it's it's culturally Paul seems to be talking about a way the woman needs to look, mm. and he just uses the word appropriate. Mm. So there is an appropriate way a man is, and an appropriate way a woman is, which seems to be different. And then in verse eleven, you read he says, "Let a woman learn quietly with all submissiveness. I do not permit a woman to teach or to exercise authority over a man; rather, she is to remain quiet." Mm. and that's where the whole problem begins yep and the you know if you go to ephesians 5 the very chapter on marriage that we have mm. talks about the man who leads and the woman who submits mm. right and so god has created man and woman functionally different and god meant it for our joy mm. A woman who fights to be like a man will not find the joy God has for her. And mm. if we are instruments or vessels created by God, the most joy that we have is in conforming to the image that he has made us for. And that's why we pursue the Bible. Now, people, and I, I'm talking a lot, Benji, and I'm sorry. I, get me to a topic like this. This is what happens. I yeah. preach. Yeah. And... Uh, People usually look at this verse and go, hey, that was cultural. Paul was mm. talking about that cultural. It's different now. But here's the thing. The reason Paul gives is in verse 13 is this. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and became a transgressor. Mm. That doesn't sound like a cultural reason to me. Mm. That though he speaks to his culture, the reasoning behind it is the very thing that happened in the book of Genesis mm. in creation. And so I know that it's difficult. And, I, and we probably have people listening in who find this just difficult to digest. But I want you to understand something. We come to the Bible with an open heart to receive what God wants for us and has best for us. And his ways are higher and his thoughts are higher. And we love quoting that verse. And the higher way and the higher thought has determined that we must live in, in a complementary way mm. where the man is built for some function and the woman is built for some function and in a broad category that looks like the submissiveness on part of the woman and leadership on part of the men. Uh, I love how, how uh, one brother put it uh, uh, where he said that when you get married, it's, it's, it reverses. The role is a fight in the opposite direction because you've got men who, are, who find it very difficult to lead. Mm. And you have women who find it very difficult to submit. Mm. And that's precisely where Jesus tells and height, you know, heightens the bar by saying, man, love your wife and give yourself up like Jesus gave himself up for the church. And woman, submit as you would do to the Lord. Yep. 
So you, Jesus takes it to an extreme uh, mm. of, of its beauty. And that's just beautiful. So when, I don't know about you, Benji. When I open the door of the car to let a woman sit, or I open the door and let her walk in, I just, I just find it nice, glorious, wonderful. And when a woman submits mm. and she shows her femininity, it's beautiful. Mm. You make her more masculine. Yeah, it's appropriate. And you make her more masculine and losing less of her femininity, it, it doesn't look as beautiful. So women are beautiful and men are handsome. Mm. That's how God made it. And that's how the Bible teaches it to us. Mm. But to bring it all back and put it back as a question, why are we in the kitchen then? <laughs> women yeah, should I be think... in the kitchen. Why are men in the kitchen? I, I, I think all the uh, women who find it uh, most irritating or, or unbearable to stay in the kitchen are because of bad guys, <laughs> because of our sin. Uh, yes. because we do not fulfill the responsibilities that we have. Like you were saying, right now, it's a culture of people who find it difficult to lead. And the, the question of leading, I mean, leadership is such a big topic. You know, it's something that we have seminars, we have Christian seminars on it, secular seminars on it. It's no one knows how to lead. Uh, leading has a meaning and we've all, we are always seeing it, seeing it as oppression. We are seeing it as slavery. We are seeing it as all those things, but it's not that. Right. Yep. Um, uh, Christ is our leader, but he was our servant king. Yeah. Right. He was a suffering servant. So there's so many, and and that's what we call the 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 passage there when it gives uh, you know instructions to the women. It's just be submissive, but to the guy, it's like as Christ did. So do all these things that Christ did. Lay your life down. Um, so it's it's a more scary passage for guys if you if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, and there's so much blessings and. Uh, you know, given to women. So I think the fault is on our side. The fault is on the men. That's why this podcast, I guess, is called Men in the Kitchen rather than yeah. complementarianism or any of those yeah. things is that we don't, um, you know, see the importance of the, of the majesty or the gloriousness behind the fact that when we are called to lead, it is a, a it is a, you know, it's leading, not oppressing. And beyond that, it's in, it, it goes into all these aspects of our life, which includes the kitchen. Yeah. Kitchen is not some separate division department, you know, that's under someone else's hand. Um, even there, we are leading. Um, yeah. And if we don't shoulder any of the burden. So today, it's all about, you know, uh, guys don't want to do this. Um, so I need them to be doing it also. Uh, rather, it should become, you know, a point of view of, it's, it's beautiful when the girl says, yes, I'm ready to do this. And when the guy looks at that and says, you know what, anything you need, you know, I'm there to yeah. help. You know, I am also involved or, or today you take a break, today I'll do it. Yeah. You know, that mentality, that is what is most missing. Right. Right? Because the women are forced into, there's yeah. no other choice. In our yeah. culture, especially, there's no other choice. Yeah. Uh, but for guys, there are choices. That's the, the issue. Right? Yeah. So we go to work and this goes back to our work ethic and all of those things. We go to work and we get involved in it and we come back home at uh, 10 p.m., 11 p.m. in the night and no time for anything else. No, that's not how you live your life. Absolutely. Right? If you uh, have that Christian value in you, uh, you will plan to come back home early so that you can help out where you must. Right. And that leadership, that leadership is what is missing. A leadership by example, yeah. a leadership by taking other people's uh, 
you know desires and uh, difficulties and stress and all of these things into account uh, a leadership that's not selfish yeah you know uh, like you were saying equal in virtue right? so the value of the person yeah. is not being taken into account rather we just say okay you know what kitchen is yours yeah. uh, i'll do the other stuff uh, it might have been as simple as that it might be just a glorious thing to say to a woman that there is a you know all our mom we always talk about our moms cooking our grandmothers yeah, cooking yeah. we don't talk about our fathers fathers cooking <laughs> they might cook also but yeah. there's yeah. a difference to how your mom cooks like there's a different I, I, that curry was like my mom's cooking yeah. that yeah. that is a great compliment yeah and that is a, a blessing that god has given i think Absolutely. that is what is missing yeah man i think if i can put two verses to it it would be luke 22 25 to 26 and it's so clear jesus says this the kings of the gentiles exercise lordship over them and those in authority over them are called benefactors but then jesus goes on to say that this is not how it will be for you rather let the greatest among you serve right let the greatest among you become as the youngest and the leaders as one who serves and i think the christian life is meant to look as a life of service and the the whole egalitarian war is something is the curse that that god proclaims to the woman in genesis chapter 3 we read in verse 16 uh, jesus tell the woman your desire will be for your husband and he will mm-hmm. rule over you mm-hmm. and and if you if you want to put that in a, a better way in our cultural context the woman is going to fight to be the husband the leader the rule the role and that tendency is in her and he will rule because he is the one who has been sent you know and so the bottom line is men do not fear the kitchen it's a place where you can enter it's a place where you can help it's a place where you can encourage but women it's a place where you can glorify god by providing for your family and in my mind that's what i see i was just no remembering uh, you know uh, uh, proverbs sorry for cutting you off no no sure sure uh, proverbs you know 31 where the 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 profile of a godly woman yeah right and it's there all over proverbs here and there but um, that particular chapter uh, where it talks about um, she she wakes up early or, or in the night times and provides food for the family and portions yeah. for the servants and this and that she goes to a field considers it and buys it there's a yeah. bunch of things that the woman is doing and this is uh, like you were saying earlier there are wise women and this is told by a woman yeah to king yeah. lemuel right his yeah. grandmother or something i don't remember what it was right. but uh, so that's a portion of wise sayings in the proverbs the book of wise sayings in the yeah. bible that's said by a woman and that has this verse which is yeah uh, about the godly woman you know waking up in the night and bringing food from yeah. afar you know preparing it and doing all those things and the picture there is so uh, so marvelous so beautiful yeah and so when you put it in a new testament world it looks like a man who is out there for the glory of god in his workplace at his church doing all his leadership responsibilities and the woman is his greatest help his wife yeah. Yeah. who will be so at verse- home Verse 11 in Proverbs 31 is uh, uh, the husband has full confidence in her, in her and lacks nothing of value. Right. It's like, you know, that the, the picture there is so uh, great. Beautiful, so wonderful. See. And so I want to encourage the women to see that and to glorify God by doing the things that you need to do to support your man whom God is calling out there to do things. Um, and so 
A complementarian outlook is a biblical outlook. It's beautiful. But men, that doesn't mean you push your wives into the kitchen and you don't care about it or they, you know, turn to look at it. it. It means that you're able to go in there and help when you must. And you're able to lead her in every step of the way. So that's it for our time today. Um, thank you so much, Benji, for this conversation on men yep. in the kitchen. So we're mm-hmm. going to wind up this episode. Join us next week uh, when uh, we will be talking more about how the gospel affects our lives. And uh, we hope that you will join us every week. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are available on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, and Breaker. And if you want to write into us, Write into us at thexpurpose at gmail.com. Your questions, your suggestions, we would love to hear from you. Even things that you would like us to take up on the podcast, we would love to hear your suggestions. So let me say a word of prayer and close our time together, Benji. Heavenly gracious Father, we thank you so much for this time of looking into your word and thinking through the very critical issue we see in the world around us today of egalitarian, complementarian thought. Help us, Lord, not to be affected by tradition or the culture of this world, but to be affected by the Bible, that we would conform to the truth of your word and in doing so, find and reap the greatest joy of our lives in conforming to the purpose of your word. We thank you and praise you and give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So until next time, may the Lord be with you all. God bless you all.